I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I can't make it. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry we can't afford it. We need to stop saying sorry to things. I want to really encourage you today to be intentional about the things that you choose to spend your money on and the things that you commit to and don't say sorry, okay? I'll give you an example. You might get invited to a friend of a friend's uh, hen's night, for example, and they want to do a trip into the city for you know two nights and it's going to cost... each or whatever it is. Now, you might be in debt. You might be in hardcore savings mode. The person that you're invited to the hands night, it's not that close of a friend. I don't think it needs to be this sorry and trying to reverse the guilt that that person's throwing out there on you. I think it's more of a, hey, I'd love to come. I just don't have the money. I'm saving to get a new house. I'm intentional. I've got goals or, hey, I've got some debt that I'm cleaning up and I just don't have the money. But hey, if you girls are heading out, I might just tag along, have a couple of drinks, have a meal, but I just can't commit to the $600 or whatever it is, okay? And I think within this discussion about not saying sorry and being intentional with our goals, it's the argument of I'm delaying pleasure to attack my goals, okay? So, what I'm going to do today, I'm going to sacrifice the now in order to have a better future. There's a lot of studies that, um, and there's even ones I think when you, it was, a, it was a documentary or something where they they said to kids, hey, you can have one marshmallow now or I'll give you a bag in three hours. I'm paraphrasing. And 80% of the kids took the marshmallow now. And a lot of the time they've done other studies and you can just Google psychology of uh, spending and stuff like that where they've said to people in the street, hey, would you like $50 now, right now here in cash, or $200 in a year's time? The overwhelming majority of people said, oh, I'll just take the $50 now. Yes, I know sometimes a bird in the hand is better than 10 in the bush, but with our financial goals, we get one shot to spend the dollars that we earn, right? So, we have to make those spending decisions intentional and wise. And part of that, and I really want to encourage you that are listening right now, and you know that you're a bit of a, I don't know, you default to saying sorry, you default to this guilt or whatever it is, okay? It's okay to miss out on stuff. I mean, if it's your best friend's engagement party and you need to go, hey, that's a call between you and your partner if you're in a relationship or um, maybe bounce the strategy off somebody else to say, hey, what do you think I should do in this situation? The money's got to come from somewhere. And as a quick little hack, what I do in my spending plan, I talk about having a blow account. So, that's an account that it's a transactional account, the cards in my wallet, the accounts on my Apple Pay. I send $500 over to that blow account every week from my cash hub. Now, the cash hub account is not on my phone. The card isn't in my account. To get money out of my cash hub, I have to log into the internet banking, right? So, it's all automated and systemated. But in my... And there's an episode with UpBank on My Millennial Money. In my UpBank account, I use UpBank for my blow account. 
and it's not an ad. I'm not getting paid or anything like that. It's just a cool product, I think. There's a little savings account there. What I do is each week, if I've got $50, like the last couple of weeks, I've been pretty much at home because an because a lot of you know that I've had surgery, um, my blow money's been building up, right? So instead of sending that five hundred dollars or the four fifty or whatever's left over, because I literally haven't spent anything, back over to my cash hub, I actually put it in my savings account on my blow card. So, or it might be if you use like an ING account for your blow account, and you might have a little savings account there. I use that as my short term blow savings. So, what that means is if something comes up and I've had a, um, I don't know, a lean couple of weeks and I could save some money and then in three weeks time, there's a $300 thing that I've got to go to, I can just take that money out of my short-term savings. Like, this is ultra short-term savings, right? This is your blow accounts, little savings account and it's not there really to earn interest or whatever. It's just there to build up excess money that you're not using. I will say if there's a consistent $100 every week that's extra, you probably need to chill out. So, for example, in my situation, if I had $100 spare every single week, I know $500, it's ridiculous. I need to just take that down to $400. But I'm talking about just the weird weeks where you haven't gone out as much and there might be $30 left on a Thursday before the money comes in. So, just what I do, again, the $500 lands into my blow account every Thursday night. If there's 20 or 30 or $40 left in that account, depending what mood I'm in, I might just leave it in there and it'll build up or I'll just throw it over into the savings account. So, within all that, that's a little strategy that you could use for unplanned little events or presents that need to come up. But particularly if you're under 30, like there's a lot of freaking engagement parties, 21sts, weddings, baby showers. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, when you're 90, everyone's dying and you got to go to funerals, but I guess it doesn't cost to go to the funeral. But like under 30s, there's just all this crap that we've got to pay for. And I just want you to be really encouraged to keep one eye on the future of no, we've got goals. We want to save for a new house or save for a holiday and we want to go overseas or I want to live in London for two years and then uh, one eye on the now. So, it's this balance because I think you always need to be giving some, saving some and spending some. So, stop saying sorry. I give you permission to confidently say, hey, I haven't seen you in 10 years, don't really know you anymore. I'm not going to spend $600 on your hands weekend or your bucks night. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on Get Help and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances. Any advice in this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Getter Proprietary Limited, trading as Sort Your Money Out, are authorized representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.